You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. See, I, I think it's just a difference between how we grew up. I think it's a big difference I think, because I thought it was a big deal. You know, I don't think about it all that often about the, the country growing up versus the city lifestyle. And growing up in the country has made me a little bit more... Less I, sensitive. I don't want to say callous towards it. It's just more, it's facts of life. Uh-huh. This is how this is how life works. I did not want that fact of life in my face. I did, I would have been okay without seeing that fact of life. Things at the beach die sometimes. It just <laughs> no. happens. I know. I'm sorry about this. Sorry to break that news. Oh, thanks for ruining that also, for me. Also, Santa Claus isn't real. All right. Uh, <laughs> hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate greatly. it. Greatly. And, of course, uh, don't forget, as this holiday season is approaching, and wherever you are, if you're making any shopping decisions online at Amazon, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and click on the Amazon link. That's also, it. Just want to get that in there. Also, if you and your loved ones, if you, you can also, uh, just a reminder, you can always gift a subscription to Fun yes. Employment Radio. Absolutely, so we have like uh, one of our fine listeners just got a gift yesterday, which Ooh. I didn't. I'm, I'm leaving the uh, gifter to tell the gifty well, about I it. I think that's. I think it's their responsibility to tell them about their indeed, gift. indeed. Mm-hmm. But the gifty is all set up. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. yes, indeed. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so there we go. All of these wonderful things, courtesy of uh, you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome. Um, as coming up later on the show, we're going to be joined by Ryan McCluskey. So Ryan's been on the show before. He's an actor here in town and also part oh, are of... Are you guys going to talk about acty things? Uh, yes. Well, I'm an actor. We'll that's you what we'll do the entire time. Yes. That's how, that's how those conversations work. I don't know how actors talk to each other. I'm yep. not one. That's that's pretty much it. Okay. Yep. That's that's all that's ever <laughs> talked about. Um, and uh, also part of, of course, of course, From the Gutters, which we've talked about before mm. online. You can go watch all of their wonderful programs and interviews that they do with, uh, with a lot of people from like the comics industry and behind mm. the scenes stuff. Very, very cool. Yes. So he's going to be joining us here in a little bit. And... And we have a super secret guest who's going to be joining us. Oh, he's going to be joining us here in just a minute. Yes. Super secret guest. So you guys can wait in anticipation to find out who that's going to be. Here in just a minute. Okay, I, it's it's a big game. It's a it is. Yeah, it's, we're pretty excited. Yeah, it is. It's very <laughs> rare that this happens. So, <laughs> and he's shaking his head. Uh, but all right, so we do have to talk about something. So of course, on Friday, uh, Sarah and I were talking about how us and a bunch of our friends went over to the Oregon coast and rented a house over there and just kind of got out of town for a couple of days. The coast is about an hour and a half away from mm. here, and um, went over there and hung out and. There's a few different things that happened, but one of which was was the source of a big kerfuffle on Saturday. It big was big to do. People were very upset, and it was everyone was very worked up about what was going on. And it all started with Sarah, who went down and took took an early morning stroll. I did. By I herself. took a beautiful early morning stroll on the beach on, and on Saturday. On this Saturday is in morning, Lincoln City for this for is reference. In Lincoln City, it's uh, so the place we were all staying at is kind of it's right near the casino. It was like just north of the casino. Yeah, there's a there's a casino there on the coast called yes. Chinook Winds. And Mm. Yeah, we were very near that. But Sarah on Saturday went out went out for a stroll. I did. Herself. I was going out to get some morning exercise. Like it was a beautiful, clear, crisp day, and I was walking down to the beach and everything was just gorgeous. Like the the sky was blue. Like there's not a single person on the beach and I'm just sitting there, you know, listening to my uh the church Pandora station, which is uh plays some amazing songs. Okay. I'm sitting there having moments, like moment after moment, taking pictures, enjoying myself, pictures with my mind, pictures with my camera, all kinds of things. Then I decided I wanted, like, well, I've never been this far north in Lincoln City. I'm going to go walk on the beach. I'm going to walk further up here and, you know, and and look at all the sights and see everything. 
And, you know, as, as you're walking on the beach, there are, like, pieces of driftwood and stuff. I took some pictures of driftwood because everyone wants to see my fucking <laughs> pictures of driftwood. You, you posted pictures of driftwood? I posted a picture of some motherfucking driftwood. Wow. Let me tell you. That's just... Make sure you follow and then, Sarah. as I was walking, I noticed this thing in the distance, and I'm like, oh, maybe that... That's that's a pretty large log to have been like some, washed up on the shore. Some more driftwood that needed pictures taken some of it. Some driftwood. I'm like, that's a dark brown driftwood. That's a it's pretty fascinating stuff. And I get closer. I'm like, that driftwood has fur and flippers. And then as I get up to it, I realize uh, uh, it's a giant dead sea lion. Giant dead sea. Lion. It was huge. A it was dead sea lion. A yeah. big dead sea lion that had just apparently washed up on shore. And it was like, and I'm on the beach by myself, and I didn't know what to do, so I'm like standing this, and I was so scared of it at first. I'm like, okay, what do I do? I'm like standing like 30 feet away from it. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I'm looking around at, at everybody. I'm like, nobody's nobody's around. There's there's a big fucking dead sea lion. What, I don't know what to do. What what did you think you were supposed to? I do? don't know what I was supposed to do. Did you did you start poking it? Did I you did try not. to see if it was still alive. Maybe you could massage it. So back I to life? I was contemplating whether or not it was still alive, <laughs> and so I <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so I was looking at it to see if it was still alive. It was as soon as I got a little closer than thirty feet. I was like, "All right, Sarah, it's 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 not moving." So Uh-oh. I got a little closer oh, and no. I look, and it's uh, and it's missing some you know patches of fur. And then I get around to the front of it, and it's 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 dead. Uh-huh. It's dead. It's okay. missing. It's the fur. I can see part of its like skull. You you felt good pronouncing it dead. I at felt the scene. I pronounced it dead on the scene. Okay. Yeah. Did you did now. Now, how big was it? How how big was the sea lion? I would say it was probably. Uh, and you realize holding out your arms on the radio doesn't really <laughs> fully. It was t- it was longer than me. It was probably like six feet long, and it was but it was really big. I don't uh-huh. know, like three maybe like three feet tall. Okay, it was laying right. there just like fully splayed out, like its flippers were out, and it's like and it's laying there with its dead face. Like it's just taking a very long nap. Mm-hmm. That's all it was doing. Right yes, there. and uh, nap with half of its face gone. Okay, oh, and half I of its face was gone. Half okay. of its face was gone. So I didn't know what to do. So I'm sitting there and like nobody's nobody's coming. I'm like, I do I do what do I report this? Mm-hmm. Do I because because uh, clearly like the tide had just come in and I think it washed it in because the tide was starting to go back out and it was starting to kind of move it a little bit. Okay, and I'm like, okay, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So yes, I did. So I'm like, fuck. This is our first day. You know, first day at the coast, I'm like, this could either ruin my trip or I can try and fucking embrace this <laughs> giant dead sea lion and try and like see the beauty in nature or some shit like that. I didn't know what to do. So I, I did. I will never post them, but I did end up taking some pictures of it. Just so I could, well, because I wanted to show you guys because mm-hmm. it was really traumatic. Well, and yeah, and so so here's the thing. Now Sarah actually got up before anybody else, so I was I was still back at the place asleep. But I hear all this stomping around and some kerfuffling and some Sarah yelling, "Who do I call? Who do I call?" I'm like, "Oh my god, there must be something. Something's going on here." It sounded very frantic. It was what frantic. Was happening. And I was like, "Okay, I hope everybody's okay. I better get up here and make sure what's going on too." And I'm like. Something happens, everyone all right. No, what it turns out is Sarah had seen a dead sea lion on the coast, which shocking you would see a dead sea lion there. I've never the I've been going to Lincoln City my entire life. Where Since I was a kid, I've never seen a giant dead sea lion before. There's thousands of sea lions on the coast and I've never actually seen with. a sea lion in Lincoln City, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And the first time I see one, it's it's a giant dead one missing a face. Mm-hmm. That was not fun. Well, there was panic ensuing <laughs> when I when I walked out there over what was going on. And um Sarah you know, as as she said repeatedly, it was very jarring for her. 
You know, she was a little bit worked up. So Greg finally gets out. Yeah, so Greg's, and everyone's like, there's a kerfuffle. Like, there's this big uh, main living area. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, you guys, I found this big fucking dead sea lion. Do I do I call somebody? What well, I- other people start getting worked up about this, too, about how shocking this is, about this, this terrible plight of the poor sea lion. Oh, the poor sea lion. And I I don't know what this makes me, but all I could do is just start laughing at... at at how distraught everyone was over this over this sea lion. Now, you know, obviously I didn't want to go... I, I wouldn't go kill a sea lion, but sea lions do die. Mm-hmm. And it does happen. And sometimes that's that's where you would find them is on the beach. And um, Sarah ended up calling... Uh, would you, you, who, did, who was he so called? Actually, I'm like, you so calling our, around trying to figure out... Our friend and listener David actually uh, wrote to me and he's just like, uh, what you can do is report it. You can report it to the Marine Mammal Stranding Network. So I called and I got on the phone with a lady. Her name was Sandy. And Greg knows this because he was mocking me the entire time. So I'm in the living room area and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I feel important. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm making a difference. Right, yeah. And so you I were call. very determined. Yeah, and so I finally get a hold of somebody, and I call the number, and she's like, hi, this is Sandy. How may I help you? I'm like, hi, Sandy. My name's Sarah. I'm uh, staying here in, in Lincoln this, this City, Oregon. Part, that was funny. No, let me say what Sarah did. So she gets on the phone with whoever this animal person is. She's like, hi, Sandy. My name's Sarah. Some friends and I came over to Lincoln City here for the weekend, and we're staying at a house, and we're staying at this house together, and we're kind of near the casino, so we've been going to the casino. I didn't but- say we were going to the casino. I was trying <laughs> Because I didn't know where exactly we were. So I'm like, we're just north of you the did, casino. You did describe exactly the house where we're staying. I think you said it's like myself and like six or seven of my friends. And, you know, we're over here from Portland. Did, we're over here in Lincoln City. I did not and we're, say that. We're staying at this house. I don't know. You know, just kind of getting out of town for a bit. We're near the casino. And let me tell you, I was walking on the beach this morning. And I was taking pictures of driftwood. And <laughs> I did not say I was taking pictures of driftwood. No, but it was I said I was like walking that. on the beach and I came across an enormous dead sea lion and I was told that this would be the number to call and she was like all right Miss Dillon let's uh, let's where exactly she so she had to transfer me to somebody else and then uh, they had to call me back because it was for like the specific Lincoln City dead mammal association you, I don't know you also told the woman though when describing it it was very jarring <laughs> and, <laughs> and then that, at that point it, you know everyone else is like looking at me like oh yeah that good way to go Sarah and Greg's rolling around on the ground <laughs> laughing when I said jarring because it was jarring. And so then anyway, somebody else called. <laughs> and so so somebody called me back, and uh, this guy's name was Jeffrey. And he's like, Je- is this Sarah Dolan? I'm like, yes, it is, Jeffrey. And he's just like, first I want to just thank you for reporting what your findings. Uh, can you tell me exactly where it is? And then I, I told him, and he's just like, okay. He's like, you know, we just had another report of that as well. It appears that it washed up this morning. So we're going to go. So I guess they have to actually collect the sea lion to see how it died. Now, in that aspect, I can see why that is important after after understanding. After hearing that, just because they, they got to make sure, you know, he wasn't shot or something like that, or there wasn't, you know, some disease or something. Mm. But it was the amount of, of angst and what a topic of discussion this was. It was for hours. It was quite the fireball of hours a topic. afterwards. Yeah. It was still being brought up, this unfortunate incident with the poor sea lion. It, it was. See, and this is this it is was what jarring. I'm talking about. From, from, <laughs> I oh, I knew it was jarring. I knew it was jarring. But you know what? So, Jeffrey thanked me for for being a good citizen, and I was like, "You're welcome, Jeffrey." I'm like, yes. I just, and then I started over talking again too. I'm just like, you know, I would just be, you know, if I was a kid, I'd probably just, you know, not really want to see a dead sea lion when I'm walking down the beach. And Jeffrey was like, "Oh, I totally understand." I'm like, "All right." Good deeds, and we gave each other like an air handshake, and then mm-hmm. I was on my way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you you done your done your purpose for the day. Mm-hmm. So. 
I mean, th- what I'm saying is, growing up, I, and I know this sounds cliche, but seriously, growing up in the country, you get used to seeing dead animals. It's really not uh, not something that you spend too much time thinking about. Or worrying about. I was I was um, like disappointed in how unenthusiastic you were about my discovery. You yeah. could have, no shits were given from Greg Nibbler. No, none. No. Well, it's the coast, and they die sometimes. Mm. That's what happens. In nature. Sarah, I Whatever. know this is a hard lesson for. Are we going to bring in another small town boy now, <laughs> so you guys can talk about how f- stupid I am for being jarred by a sea lion death? I can't imagine what you would be like growing up where where I was with the. Uh, Especially growing up around cows, <laughs> that I don't know how you would handle that. I'll tell you a story about a cow here. In a no, I don't Welcome want to hear a story about a cow. Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Aaron Durag. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hi, oh. Aaron. Now, Aaron, I don't want to. Don't want you to be jarred either. Yeah, Sarah did see a dead sea lion at the coast. So. Wait, animals die, Greg? I, I know it. I know it's I don't a tough lesson to learn. Mm. You know, it's been a nice sheltered life that yes. we've all had, but. It's just like the biggest dead thing, like animal I've ever seen encountered on the thing. It was huge. What's well, a sea lion? I know. Yeah. I'm big. I usually sit in there all like, rawr, rawr, like they usually were making noises, not just laying there decaying. Oh, it was gross. <laughs> so to you, things only things that die in nature are like squirrels. Sure. Oh, I was. I've been traumatized by squirrel. You deaths. were traumatized a couple of months ago by, by a squirrel. squirrel death. Oh, it was yeah. a bad death. Well, <laughs> no, the squirrel was just running around. Rarely does circles. an animal have a good death. Rarely is an animal like in its squirrel nest oh. surrounded by all its, <laughs> squirrel, its babies. squirrel babies and grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> they gather around the bed. They right. have collected great nuts. They <laughs> have lived many winters. No, I saw a squirrel. Now I go to the great trunk in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel, we love you so much. He's surrounded by my full cheeked loved ones. <laughs> Goodbye. Normally it's la 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 la. I'm a squirrel. <laughs> Not a squirrel. The or squirrel. it's like, I'm a squirrel. And then they're like, hey, look, what's this big furry thing coming at me? I wonder if we'll be friends. <laughs> no, we won't. And the now squirrel. I'm inside its belly and melting slowly. Oh. The squirrel ruined my day, I've got to say. The squirrel started walking around in circles in front of me, and then it kind of fell over and started squirrel coughing. It was like, <coughs> and then it was like squirrel. <laughs> Wait, what's a squirrel cough? <coughs> it was squirrel coughing, and then it started squirrel coughing out blood. And again, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do? Do I? I I'm not going to kill the squirrel. I know I'm supposed to kill the squirrel. No, you're not. I'm not. Just leave it the fuck alone and let I it die. I did. I did I mean, let it sucks, die. But plus, it you know it could have been coughing blood from squirrel rabies. Oh, that would have gone to Sarah. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't touch the squirrel. <laughs> Never touch the animal, Never. Sarah. I Don't didn't. Never. You didn't touch the seal, did you? No. Okay. Mm, no. Did, you give, did you give it a poke? No, I didn't poke it with anything. I was yeah, afraid it would it explode could've... or <laughs> or collapse or something. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a whale. Yeah. What if it's like full dynamite. of? But people are still obsessed over this whale that, that they that blew up. That was like thirty up. years ago. Yeah. because <laughs> yeah. oh, it's amazing. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, I was afraid. Like it. Well, I wasn't going to poke it anyway because it's gross. But no, or, I would. Or I, like weird, like ocean virus, and it resurrects and comes like, uh, and it came after you. And it has only seal. half a face. Yeah. <gasps> that means it would have to gnaw on you or hit it with its flipper. Oh. Like it couldn't God. bite you. It'd just be like. Blah, 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 blah. Did you, throw a, did you throw a rock at it to make sure I it was dead? Thro- no. As soon as I saw half of its face was missing, I pretty much assumed so you're in the country. You do what country boys like you, Greg and I Throw rocks done. at it? No, you shoot it one more time. No, I could do that too. Yeah. I remember when I was like uh, <laughs> 10 or 11 and I was over with Nate, uh, oh my, my buddy God. Nate. 
he was hired by the neighbors to watch over their cows for a couple of days. Like they had a few of them, and just to I feed need to them. hang out with Nate more. See, he oh, sounds yeah. like he's a fun guy. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. So I rode my bike over there, and I went with him to go go check on the uh, cows. By the way, those neighbors paid him like fifty cents a day or something ridiculous. So uh, bullshit for watching cattle. Yeah, for watching cattle. <laughs> no I know. Way. And and we were in there in the barn, and there was one of the calves that just looked like it was taking a big old nap there, right in the center of the center of the barn. And so Nate and I were looking at it, we trying to figure out <laughs> is it breathing. I don't know if it's breathing or not. So we climbed up to the second floor, and then we we just tossed a little rock down sure. on it, and so it would hit it and see if it would get up because we didn't want to be near it if it got up and it was mad. So we we threw a few rocks country just logic. to make sure. <laughs> no, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You're, yeah, country boys. All right, I get it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you get uh, to higher elevations so that the angry calf won't. It it didn't it didn't get up. Mm. It didn't get up. Its snap was going to be a long one because it was, in fact, dead. It's very sad. Why were you telling me this story? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying it's 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 okay that the sea lion died. And it could have been worse. Be you could have seen the sea lion while, like, the seagulls started ripping it apart. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. 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 Oh, I did see seagulls almost rip Greg apart yesterday. It was the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> I was almost attacked by seagulls. Yeah. Uh, so I was not feeling the greatest yesterday, um, perhaps because of the fact that I uh, I engaged in a bit of spritzering. A lot of drinks were had. Coast, coastal spritzers. Coastal, coastal spritzers. spritzers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, and so. I, I didn't feel so good yesterday before before I was coming back. It was a shell of himself. It was kind of hilarious. That's when he's the funnest to fuck with. Yeah. <sighs> well, everybody uh, everybody decided to go to Moe's, you know, which is the famous uh, clam mm-hmm. chowder place chowder. on the coast. Good service, and not very good food. I wasn't I wasn't too impressed with mine. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean the clam chowder is good. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But I did not feel good, so I had to leave the restaurant before I. Um, Ruined your everybody own, else's made your own chowder. Yeah, as it were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have ruined some family's very this good time that they were having. Was awesome. But and Greg, when he left the restaurant, he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to finish all my food, so I'm going to go ahead and take my to-go box full of fish with me <laughs> while I go for a walk." <laughs> and then we're Wait, all just like, "You were going to bring it with you?" Well, it was leftovers. It was expensive, and I so I wasn't going to leave it there. Were I ordered gonna, like cod fish and chips, but. And I ate like half of one, and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna throw it away." So when you get like fish to go, mm-hmm. like when you get it in a doggy bag or whatever, do you ever still eat it? I ended up eating it just because it cost so much money. <laughs> <laughs> Out of spite, I Out was like, spite. "I'm not gonna let this go to waste." This will not go to waste. Well, because I was so hungover well, and not feeling good when I ordered it, I don't even know why I ordered it. It was not what I wanted, but I just did it, and and then I was like, "Okay, this no, I don't want this at all." So but the I'm best gonna thing, take it. So the best thing ever. So Greg is going outside to get some air because he's not feeling well, and there's a pier out in front of um, in front of Moe's, and we're just like, "Greg, you should totally go down, go down on the end of the pier and try and throw because we're." children like go throw up at the end of the pier it'll be hilarious (laughs) i totally didn't realize that greg was bringing his fish with him so he has this to-go box as he's walking to the end of the pier as Mm. there's seagulls flying about seagulls that are used to being fed on that pier yes Yes, all of a sudden greg is walking with this box in his hand and these seagulls start it is the best thing i've ever seen start dive bombing him and he's just (laughs) surrounded by about 30 seagulls and they're just following him as he's walking down the pier with his box he's like you can see him look around like what the fuck why are all these seagulls following me (laughs) it was magical it was magic and greg was so confused because he when he came back in he's like all the seagulls started attacking me i'm like greg you have fish in your hands. Well, I no. realized it later. It's my but fish. You got expensive fish. But you were sick. I know you're my fish. It's, I know Greg was sick. It's not, not like in I was right in a mind. great, yeah, state of mind at that point. It was more just okay. Don't throw up. All those people are in there. They would see that if I threw up. Don't do that. Don't do that. Stand here for a minute. Breathe. 
just breathe. And yes, in the meantime, seagulls were dive bombing me and surrounding me. And I would sit <laughs> there and look at them, all, and they slowly sides. start walking closer on each side. And uh, yes, it, d- it did take me a second to remember that I was holding fish in my hand. And, yeah, you should just throw a couple of chips and made a run for it. <laughs> no, I started chasing them. I made steps to them. Oh, you got stepped up? up? Step off. Yeah. Got up in their beak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what up, son? I was not going to be bullied by seagulls. <laughs> you take it You t- take it back. Take back the pier, Greg. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, so that's not the only uh, animal encounter we had. So we, we did go to the <laughs> casino at Chinook Winds. So Chinook Winds, it's, it's one of the... It's an Indian casino, yep. and so so we went there, and it's it's nice, it's small, but it's all right. It's, it's something. Okay. To do. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, not bad. It it's has, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something to do. It is relatively inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're hanging out, and and Scott and Tuggy and I uh, decided to go to the bar and just get a beer. And as we sat down, Scott and I both saw this one particular woman that was <laughs> sitting at the bar. And she. Well, this is by the way, you guys. Just so you know, bar, you know, not that we haven't been using. This is a little graphic. <laughs> Well, we'll see what we actually say okay. of that. Uh, we have so, to. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what we describe. Maybe there's creative ways we can describe okay. this. Okay. So, so we go anyway. We go to sit up at the bar, and I see this woman, and she looks like she could be hanging out with my meth head neighbors very easily. Okay. Um, she uh, appeared to be. I don't know. I, hard to put an age on on people that look like they're on meth. It's she was like, I think maybe, she was claiming to be 30, but she was a... She looked like she was more like 50. I would say like close, like 45, 50. Yeah. Could it, um, that could be meth 30, though. Yeah. And that's what it could be. But yeah. by the way she was dressed and her hair and everything else she had going on, she looked like she could be hanging out with my meth head neighbors. Mm. And we sat down and Scott and I, rightly, decided to sit away and conveniently made it so Tuggy had to sit next to her. And, and we're sitting there talking and before you know it, this woman... Is just chatting him up, yeah. Talking, uh, ta- just all over. Have we him. said the woman's name? Um, well, no, we haven't okay. said her name yet because we didn't know at that point. Okay. And Scott and I just kept on scooting down, like, yeah, well, see you later. And we find out afterwards, Tuggy was glaring at us, wanting us to come save him, and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we just let it, let magic take its course. Mm. And uh, That's what life does. Yep. And she's sitting there, like before you know it, her arms around him, and she's like whispering things in his ear, and she's just all over him. And you could see him laughing, but then also like his eyes wide open, like oh my god, like whatever it was that was going on. And we found out afterwards what was happening. So this woman, this this all took place in about fifteen minutes, maybe yeah, time enough to have a beer at the bar. Mm. And this this woman. Apparently, well, her name was Tammy. Tammy, one M, one I. Okay. Tammy. Tammy. And Tammy really liked Tuggy. Tammy, Tammy. Tuggy. Like, it was an instant connection for her. Yeah. She just made her way over there. I saw Tammy, too. Tammy was Tammy was very into Tuggy. Very into it. Yes. my boat. <laughs> well, we found out later on, and he wouldn't even say that day. He after After she finally left and he was talking to us, he just like, she said some awful things. She said some. She wants. She wants horrible things done. <laughs> she she, she said some horrible things, things. and he wouldn't say what it was. It wasn't until the next day we finally got him to admit what. Even it is. Tuggy found them horrible. Yes, that's like me finding it horrible. Yes, yeah. he wouldn't say what it was. He was. He was disturbed. Like yeah, this woman. And he was. This he all, was really unnerved. Like this wasn't like he was talking to this woman for hours. This was all in the course of like ten minutes. This is what yeah, this, 10, this woman minutes. was talking to him. Yeah. And he the like damage was done that quick. <laughs> so. <laughs> So eventually, she she wandered off. Which this turned into the theme for the whole weekend. And <laughs> and uh, but we did find out some of the things she was saying. So in this ten fifteen minutes, Tammy. apparently she she did express how much uh, she liked Tuggy. Mm. 
Uh, she fell instantly in love with him, apparently. And and she was married, she but, also, she was, but she's uh, okay to play around. Yes. Her husband apparently was wandering around gambling somewhere, but she had the free and clear. Good for her. Mm-hmm. And what she wanted was what I, I want to be careful about how we say what yeah. she wanted. So I guess what she was telling t- she wanted to do was she wanted to go into the bathroom with him. Into the men's ba- restroom at the casino. Sure. And she wanted to engage in an uncomfortable act. She wanted him to engage her in an uncomfortable Like in act. the backseat of a Volkswagen. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the bathroom at the casino. Specifically in the bathroom at the casino in that special place. And in addition... Well, there's the handrails for the handicap stall. Yeah. 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 You just grab on, bear down. Very uncomfortable position that she wanted him to take to, to, to go in there with. Um, and on top of that, this is where I don't know how to describe this without being too graphic. She wanted... Um, let me she ask wanted, you this. She wanted, let me I ask you. No, I have a way to do it. I think I have a way to do it. Okay, you do your way and I'll do my way. What was one? What was one of He Man's best friends? Oh, Fisto. <laughs> we'll just leave that out there. Yeah, it wasn't really. They weren't good friends. And perhaps but, they but wanted, Fisto was on He Man's team. She wanted Tuggy to play He Man's good friend Fisto in the bathroom. See, I was going to go with she wanted Tuggy to Judd Nelson her at the end of the Breakfast Club. I don't. Oh yeah, no, I get that. Oh too. okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of get that one. Okay, that was yeah. good. Yeah. So she wanted Fisto to reach into her battle cat. Yeah. And um, do yeah. some exploratory adventuring. Yes. In the bathroom. And then at she the got casino. Wait, in the same spot? No, different. A different spot. spot. Oh, how flexible does she think Tuggy is? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. So she wanted. Yes. Eh, for yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she wanted it both simultaneously, but that she, those are the yeah, two things that she kept re- requesting. Yeah, but that's that's what she wanted him to do. <clears throat> well, and she he wanted- did decline. I'll say that. We'll put that out there. Um, Tuggy did. He was able to <laughs> shake off Tammy's prowess. Yeah, he was able to not follow her down that road to the yeah. casino bathroom. Yeah, we respect him for it. Yeah, didn't you almost go with Fisto? For Halloween, or didn't I try no, to get you? people were trying to get me to go Yeah, I think that. there might be a Photoshop picture of you as Fisto, actually. <laughs> is there? <laughs> yeah, there is. <clears throat> so, Tammy became Tammy a looks, subject of conversation for the rest of the week. Tammy weekend was well. the theme of our weekend. By the way, Tammy looks exactly how you think Tammy looks, except for she has brown hair. She has uh, brown hair, leathery skin. Mm. She was wearing super tight, like, faded pants she had with the, sparkles she, on the butt. She had the 80s well, hair. 80s Target. hair. Yeah, no, it's like the like the little like bejeweled jeans. Well, well you know what direction to go. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> there were yeah. arrows giant, pointing. At giant <laughs> sign pointing that out. <laughs> I believe she had a she had a pretty rockin' pleather jacket. She was. Uh, yeah. Tammy was in it to win it. She was. She went. She went full. She went all. She the, went all in. The thing I wonder though is how many times a night was Tammy Tammy offering this service. What time of night was this? Like, had she had a few nine, drinks already? Maybe 9 p.m. No, no, maybe it was a little la- later than that. that maybe later, 10, 30, 11. It was like 10, 30 or 11. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Uh, 11 p.m. on Friday night. Now, be honest. What do you think would have happened if Tuggy wasn't sober and this conversation happened? Oh, he, was, no. he wasn't sober. No. Oh, so this was bad. Then. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. It's not so. Because I know, I'm not saying about Tuggy. Any guy, you get enough drinks in him and yeah. the, right. you know, the, the logic kind of goes away. You're like, oh, this chick wants to. Oh, no. We, there we, are we, no we, amount of drinks in the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made, uh, that, uh, that I think would have changed his mind. Tammy was, yeah. Tammy was not good. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, and Tuggy was like, he was honestly like, get. I've never seen him really that upset. (laughs) Mm. Like, to where he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I I can't say what it is. 
I can't say what it is. And he he had been drinking. We'd all been drinking. He still wouldn't talk about it until the next Maybe day. Maybe she wanted a cartwheel. He, she wanted more, too, but he wouldn't even tell us the rest of it. How does a cartwheel work? You turn him. Oh, okay. Flip him over and they kind of do a handstand because that's where the stalls would come in handy. She right. could use her knees to brace herself on the little handicap stall with her hands on the ground. And if she's turned around, so like a cowboy cartwheel, so that one end's like face in front. The back of the Volkswagen's face in front now. Mm. She's on her head, kind of balancing. Oh, gross. That way he can do both at the same time. Wow. Oh. You and Tammy should talk. <laughs> well, no, no. You can teach Tammy the acrobatics. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah so Tammy was, was a big topic of conversation for the Tammy. rest of the Tammy. And then I do have to say, so we met Tammy on Friday night. Every time we went to the casino, everyone was looking for Tammy the entire time. We never yeah. saw her again. No. She was like a unicorn. Yeah. We just saw her that one time and <laughs> so she just... Because we figured Tammy would be there all the time. Yeah. Well, maybe she hid another casino. Uh, maybe. Well, or maybe she was in the bathroom the whole time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had to. Tuggy could not have been the only one that she offered these services to that. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many times a night she's walking she around. She probably has to go. Up. I mean, casino anal doesn't just happen. Yeah. You have to work at it. Yeah. yeah. It's not like surprise anal after too many drinks after the space. You're like, whoa, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> this is, you work at this one. No, she Sorry. was. <laughs> Yeah, she she knew what she wanted and she set out to find it. Yeah, Good for her. In under ten minutes, Tammy. She seemed very excited. Ten minutes, she, Tammy. she didn't seem like she was upset. Like yeah. she was very, uh, yeah. she was laughing and smiling and trying to get uh, get Tuggy into the bathroom. So that's uh, that that was Tammy. T- so yeah. Tammy with an eye. Thanks for Thank uh, you, Tammy. Thanks for giving us so much so many conversations. She's in it to win it over the weekend. Tammy was <laughs> Tammy was yes. She was very inspirational to many, many inappropriate conversations. If you're ever at Chinook Winds, maybe, just maybe, you too could find Tammy. (laughs) Always keep your eyes out for her. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That was an eventful weekend. It, How it was, was your weekend, indeed. Aaron? What did you do? Um, <clears throat> mine was really nice. I had kind of a, a rather wholesome weekend. Nice. Did some. Did some. We Christmas did all the shopping. sorted stuff for you. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our tree put up. We actually did that Norman Rockwell thing where, like, we walked to the tree farm, picked out our tree, and then I walked it back with like Jen and Picard and walking down the street carrying my tree. Oh, cool! So we got our tree up. We finally got all the lights up. So now I'm happy in our house right now because if I don't have a decorated house at Christmas. I'm not any fun to be around. That's not a happy. <laughs> no, no. And then, yeah, do some presents, some shopping. And then yesterday, uh, PDXR, we raided Peacock Lane and sang pirate Christmas shanties, and it was quite fun. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. It was a lot of fun, yeah. How was it uh, received? Really good. good. Uh, part of it, like, the weather was gorgeous last night. Like, it yeah. was perfect for wandering mm. Peacock Lane. It, it was, like, probably like 48 degrees. I mean, it was kind of warm for, you know, the middle of December. It was yeah. really nice last yeah. night. Peacock Lane was packed. Oh, I'm sure. Because it was the first night, which is the pedestrian only night, so no cars. But even then, like, it was so packed. There were a couple other caroling groups there. There was these cute I don't mean like in a bad way like these cute like high school girls clearly like part of like the high school choir decided to practice by going to Peacock Lane. Mm-hmm. So they were really sweet and fun. There was a couple bagpipers there that put lights all over their bagpipes and they were doing, you know, Christmas carols, you know, bagpipe versions of them. That's awesome. Huh. Um, one of the houses, I don't know if they hired this band or if whoever lives there just does this, but one of the houses on Peacock Lane opened up their garage and basically, so you guys remember, you know the, the Jim Henson movie Emmett Otter, the Jug Hound? Emmett Otter and the Jug, How- the Jug Band. I it's a really good Christmas I movie. Okay, awesome. I don't know if I do. They basically set out like 
a Jug bluegrass band. Okay. Playing out in Peacock Lane all night. Awesome. So, and I don't think anybody got footage of it, but there was a moment where, like, you know, Royal and I made mast and guapo, or, like, square dancing in front of the house. Oh, like, that's fun. And our pirate garb, we did, like, festive versions of it, of pirate garbs. We got lights on our tricorn hats, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. So you had a magical Christmas weekend. I did, yeah. There was, no, there was no dead animals. Oh, God. Uh, no one asked for favors in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I had a quite uh, wholesome yeah. uh, holiday weekend. That does sound quite wholesome. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, did you want to do some uh, ball talk? What should we do? Uh, here? Yeah, we get to Ryan's going to come soon. A little quick ball talk here. Little quick about balls. The, yeah, a little quick balls mm. over the weekend. Fast balls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I had to say it like that. Yeah, that was kind of ooh. Yeah. Unsolved mysteries is so. We just needed to reintroduce Aaron, I guess. Okay. It was pretty exciting. Well, apparently, when Ryan comes in here, he's got something paranormal he wants to talk. <gasps> That's about. why I had it queued up. Yeah. Oh. He's got something, something that's going to be discussed. I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is? No, I don't. No crime. Nope. He just said um, he's been wanting to come on the show to talk about it. So we shall find out. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It's a it's small balls. Just a quick potpourri of balls. <laughs> a little smattering for you for your holiday season. You just you latched the onto these words that don't make sense in the context to which you say them. They're potent. It's a virile. They're supple, just not too much. First up in ball talk. <laughs> the Portland Trailblazers are doing quite well for themselves. Uh, their record is now 21-4, and four, which is quite surprising. No one expected them to be this good this year. And they did just beat the Detroit Pistons last night in overtime with a last-second shot by Damian Lillard. That was pretty awesome. Leaving .1 seconds left on the clock. Not enough time for Detroit to do anything. Portland Trailblazers won. I can't wait for Geek in the City Radio this week. He's going to be so much fun. I had to report it. (laughs) He's going to be in a great mood. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge was also rewarded. It was announced today that he is the Western Conference Player of the Week for the second week in a row, the third time this season so far. And he is now the... um, the Trailblazer, who has won that award the second most times in franchise history. Any guess who's won it the most? Brandon Roy. No. Oh, Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, no, LaMarcus passed Brandon Roy for, for the number of times that Ooh. that award has been won. And he deserved it. He's he's playing amazingly. So, anyway, Trailblazers. Good. Did I hear it right that the Blazers have won more on the road this year so far than they did the entire last season? I, I would... I have no doubt that's, that's true. What, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I would fully believe that. What Heather and Tristan were saying. Yeah, they were awful last year. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Conveniently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do they get good when we don't work for them anymore? Man, remember the little show called Sportlandia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Nobody's trying to say Moving on to ball tech. Another Northwest team doing very well, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Kind of in the driver's seat to make it into the Super Bowl right now. Largely, largely probably the favorite to win the Super Bowl as of as of this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so they won again yesterday, but also, <laughs> well, Eli Manning threw five interceptions, which My is God. wow, which is bordering on um, he's bordering on breaking the record for a single season of interceptions. Yeah. I think a single game. I think he has. He has been kept calling it a career high. <laughs> So Every time he threw an interception, he's like, that was a great pass to the other team. <laughs> like, they were brutal to him. Oh, man. Well, he threw so many <laughs> interceptions, they did not manage to score any points, the New York Giants. And so, Seattle Seahawks, um, 
Here's what was going on. So there's a Seattle area car dealership called Jet Chevrolet Federal Way. So it's in Federal Way. Ran a promotion from Wednesday through Saturday. For anyone who bought a car, you would get 100 entries to win one of 12 $35,000 prizes if the Seahawks shut out the Giants. Well, 20 people bought cars and about 12 other people walked in and filled out a single. I guess you could walk in and just fill out one uh, entry for it. And so out of those people, 12 of them are now going to get $35,000 courtesy of Jet Chevrolet Federal Way because the New York Giants didn't score any points. And um, as Aaron was saying, actually, uh, before the show, apparently they had a... That insurance for yeah, it? Yeah, because it was almost it's almost a half a million payout then. And apparently this dealership took an insurance policy out on this bet. So they're only out $7,000. And wow. this is getting them like national coverage. That's so it's probably a, it's a decent <laughs> buy for them, actually. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so good. But the dealership's like, we had no idea this would actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't really expect that when a... An NFL team to not score any points. That takes a lot. Like, those odds are pretty yeah. pretty big. Although, apparently, the Giants fit right into that. So, maybe they should have looked at who they were playing. Also, have you know that your Buffalo Bills were victorious? Oh, were they? Sunday. That's right. <laughs> who, who did they Who did they beat? Uh, Carolina. Carolina. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Carolina's actually pretty good. Huh? Yeah, clawing their way out of last. Wow. If we don't finish in last, I'll consider this season a win. <laughs> be a the win. first time in 12 years they have not finished dead last in the AFC East. Well, best of luck to you and thanks. Our aim goals. high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, finally in ball talk, we have this, and this is just another reminder to always remember the mics are on. And it comes from a broadcast from Wichita. And I honestly, this is this isn't really in ball talk. I thought this guy was a sports announcer. He's not, but it's just funny. It's so still I'm going to play it anyway. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so this is a Wichita anchor reporter, Justin Kramer, who's obviously the lead anchor on the show. But maybe not very excited about doing the late night broadcast on Saturday night. So somebody somebody caught video of this. So it's going to be him closing it out, closing out the broadcast, and then it'll be him going to uh, where they show like you know they close out the the broadcast. They're showing the graphics. Yeah, Yeah, obviously waiting to go do Saturday Night Live as they said, but they didn't quite go away fast enough. So here we go. And we have for this Saturday night. Saturday Night Live is next with a new one with John Goodman as host. We'll be back tomorrow after football. Hope to see you then. Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So... Oh, man. I don't think he likes doing the weekend broadcast. Well, I guess the reason why I read a little bit, I guess he's been like their like main anchor for like 20 years and is like beloved in the town. Uh-huh. And new media owners, whatever, decided they want a young hipper guy and they shoved him off to Saturday weekends. Oh, is that why it is? Wow. Yeah. Like he used to be like their guy. And then they're like, nope. So instead of letting him kind of gracefully retire, they shifted him to weekend nights. No wonder he's pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be pissed too. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> also, the mics are always on. The mics, mics are, are always, always hot. Yeah, no, it's not. Re- I mean, they should have been off at that point, but he still had them. He was mic'd up. You gotta assume you are. Oh yeah, yeah. No, unless maybe like, he wanted it to get out there. Yeah. <laughs> when I worked in television, like I wouldn't, I would never trust the on-off switch. I would take like whenever I'd use the restroom or anything, I would fully take off ev- like take <laughs> off the mic, take off the pack. I'm like, I don't even trust the off switch yeah. on this. Yeah. True. Well, just or a board up that's pissed off at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it goes right back on. <laughs> All right, there we go. We'll always assume the mics are hot. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
fuck out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, yeah, we should probably take a break because I believe Ryan's going to be here any minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to, yeah, join us, what, whatever his story is. I'm All right, cool. Well, we have our paranormal expert with us here today. <sighs> we do so indeed. This, yeah. is a, this is good. Yes. It's good that both of them will be here. I'm going to read some of them peanut M&Ms. I know, I want to get some right now, too. I'm hungry. All right, let's go get some peanut M&Ms. I ran 4K this morning. I can eat some M&Ms. There you go. You deserved it. Maybe his story will be about a dead seal. Mm. A dead seal it, ghost. It will traumatize Haunt, everybody. Haunting ghost. him. Yeah. Yeah. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah on Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. That's right. You're all heroes. Every single last one of you. There's only one world champion, though. Mm-hmm. That's Judah Friedlander. It's mm-hmm. true. Unfortunately. It's true. Uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, everyone. So, joining us now. Well, we've already announced who you are and everything yeah. like that. So, they know. Okay. <laughs> the secret's kind of out. <laughs> I, already, I already let the secret out. But uh, joining us now is Ryan. Hello. Hello. Ryan McCluskey. <laughs> I like that. I like the flow of your name. You do? That's fun to say. Thank you. Ryan McCluskey. Yeah, say it one more time. Mm, Ryan McCluskey. Yeah, thank you. Oh, no problem. <laughs> thank you for the wonderful Christmas card. <laughs> yes, Sorry, that was weird. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a gift for me and my girlfriend. Oh, that was very nice of you. Yeah. Would you like some peanut M&Ms? Mm-hmm. I would, but I'm going to. <laughs> Aaron is making my inner so voice sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> making Ryan innerly moist. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't think he said I'm moist. I'm moist yeah. inside already. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> changed oh, very quick. Uh, so <laughs> show got weird. Yeah, yeah, it really did. It really did. So uh, anyway, after the moist stuff um yep. so ryan <laughs> ryan had written in because you've been asking about this alleged thing of that the seance that, that might happen at my house mm-hmm. so it's not gonna happen let me put this out let me let me squash i'm so dreams. torn now because like i want it to happen but i don't want to deal with the consequences when it happens well just a little backstory in case you're a newer listener my house some people think it's haunted there's some weird it's thing. haunted by some people we mean greg as thinks it is yeah there's some weird shit that's going on there. I'm not going to lie. Um, and Aaron and Sarah have been trying for years to get me to do a ghost investigation at the house. Since like episode three it's, of this show. It's been it's been yeah. literally years. It's yeah. been four years that we've been trying to get you to do See, this. See, and I never want to do that because all it's going to do is stir everything up that could be in there. Maybe possibly Everything's already stirred. It's not going away. Those are not the consequences you're worried about, though. You're worried about you're worried about stand-up. Yeah, exactly. So and Because that was our bet that we had made. <laughs> if Greg actually lets us do the seance, and do all sorts of like ghosty stuff. Then I have to get up and do five minutes of stand-up comedy. So I'm yes. not worried about Greg being possessed by a demon, but not your so own much. Shame. Yeah, he's already like lightly possessed. I'm assuming at <laughs> yeah, this point. She could care less about yeah the consequences for me. No, yeah, no, come out. See ya. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> she got you. See ya. <laughs> she can always get a new co-host, but having to do five minutes on stage is horrifying. Oh, God. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I don't want to do that. But remember again, part of the bet wasn't that you had to write your own material. I know. And you know a lot of stand-up <sighs> comics. Mm-hmm. And I know you. You said that you well, would. I would, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, still, you still have to get up there for five minutes and do it. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. I, I, yeah, I still, I think it's, I, I'm coming on here partly to say it's a bad idea. Okay, good. And and although I You don't think so? I'm not helping. 
Are you guys for Aaron and Sarah? You guys are for. I feel like it could make this situation better. <gasps> or if anything, it'll help the listeners. Yes, I mean that's that's the bottom line. Again, yeah. my best interest is not what's in mind here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your best interest is making the listeners. When your happy. life and soul become entertainment. Yeah, that's the thing. See, wait, so right, okay, you you'll be possessed. Well, it depends on what this thing might be. Hmm. Now, so, I'm not. I gotta. I gotta say, I'm not a paranormal investigator myself, so I have no. I'm not qualified to say these things per se. But I, I think, why wake something up? That's hmm. where I'm at. But it's already awake. Yeah. Like it's already messing with him. Like he was, there were things knocking. Like he heard somebody running up and down his stairs. Choke him at night. Yeah. Knock things knocking off. Knocking things off the shelves. Seriously? Yeah. Those somebody things happened. You, somebody choked you at night. Uh, now, I don't know if it was a dream or not. <laughs> or Sarah visiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or that. Could strangle you. Yeah, well, no, that but one he I would saw believe. her and it was an old lady. Well. No! Mm hmm. All right. I, so there's I a weird this, little this room upstairs in my attic. He gets so uncomfortable. He gets so uncomfortable. So my bedroom is a converted attic, and so you know it's it's finished and all that stuff. But the, there's still these I like tiny it little. That it's just an attic. It's <laughs> like insulation <laughs> around. <laughs> I just crawl around and look out the window there you all the go, time. You just root around uh, through things. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there are some tiny little doors, and I I'm not kidding. They're probably like two and a half feet tall, maybe. Maybe that tall, maybe two feet. And um, it's the only size you need to shove the kids in. Well, and they it's big enough for the children. <laughs> they open up into this weird storage area in the unfinished section of the attic. And in one of them, there's some odd things. There's a bed frame in there, and there's weird little like Christmas toys that I found. And I found um, boxes of stuff from like 1964. You found like a box of like uh, a, it was like a Kodak box, but yeah. the film was gone. Mm-hmm. The film was right. gone, and there's just weird. Shit in there, and um, it couldn't have been just a child's playroom, or <gasps> no. It'd and be there's a pretty creepy playroom if that's what it was. <laughs> and <laughs> also, inside of the walls, there is a uh, there is a fully put together bed frame in there. Yeah, that, I did, there's no way that it could have gotten through any of the teeny tiny. And he doors. said it was like a like a cast like a like a what did you say it was a bronze or like a cast it iron bed metal. Yeah, it's like like an iron iron put together thing. Yeah, better to um, strap somebody down to. Yeah, it's pretty weird. And so I went in there once when I first got the house, and because I was just exploring everywhere. And I don't remember if it was that night or within a couple of nights of that, but I was staying in the house by myself. And my bed, where I had positioned my bed, was leaned up against the door. So my head rested on that door. Ah. So I pushed the bed up there. Why? God, again, every time you say that, I'm like, why would you ever put your head next to a tiny little door? And like, that's a good idea. And then I wasn't thinking. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night and. Now again This could have been One of those weird dreams I don't know what it was But it was really vivid Standing at the end of my bed Was this old woman Long white hair Like a white nightgowny thing What? Just staring at me mm. What? <laughs> and she was sitting there Staring at me And I was I was getting really nervous And She jumped on the bed And started strangling me And I couldn't breathe And I Just started choking <laughs> And that was the last thing I remember. I woke up. God, this I don't makes know how me want to investigate your place so badly. No, it's inspired a short film by my uh, friend Damon <laughs> called yeah. Eunice Lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Eunice section. Gosh, I should just write all of this you out should. so it's on yeah. the website. So we need on the a website. back for your haunted house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the Eunice thing, that's a whole different thing. The long story short is there may be a woman named Eunice. That's, well, there is a woman named Eunice that's tied to the house um, okay. from a long time ago. And and you don't think this was a uh, a drunken dream? You weren't. I wasn't drunks. drunk. You I wasn't on drugs. Um, you know, it's possible it could have been one of those deprivation. Too much Nyquil. No, nothing like that. No, okay. no. Because no, no, we've captured EVPs in this house too. Mm. Yeah. What Voices. is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was sober during that thing. I mean, I can't say it wasn't just like a nightmare, but there weren't. 
There were no outside influences. Okay. Um, yes, there there are voices that have been recorded. There's also... What do they say? Uh, one of them told one of his friends uh, to, uh, there was a high. There was also a tick off your shoes. Well, that one wasn't recorded. Yeah, but that, that was, was something else. Yeah. Yeah, that was something else in, in one of the other bedrooms where one of my friends had... Uh, had someone come in to take it, tell him to take his shoes off. He thought it was just his wife because they were just staying at the house like over the weekend. And um, he talked to his wife the next day. She's like, I did not come in and tell you to take your shoes off. And oh. so, yeah, a woman's voice said, take off your shoes. And so, so it's did. a lot of ladies. It's, it's ladies that are it's filling. It's a ladies' right? house? Well, and then... Uh, a bordello at some point? Or I don't maybe? think so. I mean, house is from <laughs> 1907. Wanna... The creepiest one forever for me was when I was asleep. I was sleeping downstairs and... Um, in, in one of the bedrooms down there and there was nobody else at the house I was I was the only one staying there living there and I had been hearing these weird noises for a couple of nights in a row of I would wake up and I'd hear this sounding like two people like having a conversation right, right. and it sounded like it was coming from, from a particular corner of this bedroom and so I would get up and I'd look outside I'm like okay well it's a busy neighborhood maybe there's somebody out there I'd look all around there's nobody out there um, so it would just kind of be weird so i just go back to sleep and ignore it and then finally this was like I said maybe it's the third third fourth night I was staying down there um, middle of the night just really loud right in my ear I hear this Greg <laughs> and it sounded just like that right at my ear and I woke up I mean I wasn't even that much asleep I'm just like what and I sat straight up and I realized it's only me and the dog in there and uh, I'm like, my dog can talk. I'm like, oh, oh, yelling at you. fuck. Because I instantly knew what was going on. I'm like, oh, oh. Did you do that thing where you got I, really still and you're like, I'm going to act like nothing's going on because I don't yep. want it to know I'm scared. Yep. I yeah. laid right back down. And I closed my eyes and I just said, nope, it's going away. Going away. Going away. <laughs> Doesn't Go back to sleep. That didn't happen. But it happened. <laughs> so, so there's that. And then there's been some other, some other bizarre things that have happened in the house. Yeah. So. Having had an experience myself, I the question is, why do you? Because people will always ask this: Why don't you move out? Why haven't you done something about it? What's what's your logic? And do you just write it off as a random thing? Or I mean, I don't feel denial, denial, denial. Denial is a big part of it. Yeah, I don't feel unsafe. And also, it's a pain in the ass to sell a house. So, um, so that's right. part of it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably the large part of it. Yeah. Well, then, if it, if it's the selling of the house thing, then why don't you just let Aaron and I do it? Because clearly, this doesn't like us investigating it doesn't have anything to do with you selling the house. <clears throat> well, yeah, but that's it's true. But <laughs> if there know. is something there, why would I want to stir it up? It's already stirred. I think. I think if you're going to sell it. Oh, sorry. That's good. <laughs> I was like, oh my God! It's come to the studio. I'm out. I don't want any it's, part of it. It's latched onto Greg. <laughs> well, I mean, no. I, yeah, wait until you're going to move and then stir it up. But then if. if, if <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it for the next yeah, people. Exactly. Surprise. But if you go by, by you know, paranormal uh, experts, they would say that, you know, if you stir something up, whatever, it's going to attach itself to you. It's not about the house. Yeah, see, I don't want that. So. I don't want that at all. Mm. Or it could I, attach it to you guys, so you don't know. No, Do I don't. That? I've never seen anything. It just seems to like Greg the most. I think it's like a family too, because you said there was a guy with a top hat too, right? Well, again, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> there we go. <laughs> His name was Ryan. Uh, oh, I would pay American money to hire actors to pretend to be ghosts in your house just oh, to scare you. Awesome. That would be so awesome. No, because I would know they weren't ghosts. I'd probably start attacking them, thinking they were meth heads that broke into the house. That would, would like that glow would be in bad. the dark, like like skin ma- like makeup. Yeah, I'm just standing there in a top hat. We know effects people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that there's may or may not have been something standing at the end of the stairs in the upstairs room looking at my dog leaning over it it was I looking see I dog? sound insane saying this stuff no, so I don't know you know I don't know that's what I saw I, yes, oh I'm sorry go ahead no no no, no. I, I, I think that's the thing is when you experience these things and there's no explanation for them yeah you do seem as you're saying them you're, you look at people and you're like yeah I'm the crazy guy mm-hmm. right now yeah but if you've ex- so it's like you don't want to tell it but at the same time you do yeah because it's it's terrifying yeah but people and you kind of are doing that. I don't believe this either, so mm. it's okay. Yeah, sort of with a quality to this story. Yeah, Greg doesn't make story. eye contact when he talks about the story. He just no. doesn't even act, like. He, he looks can away. See him. He gets physically uncomfortable. No. Yeah. I well, someone's saying it could be a selling point for your house, which is true because some people would probably actually yeah. really like to live I in a haunted house. I told you that house. there's places, there's yeah. realtors that specialize yeah. in haunted or emotionally charged locations. Yeah. Dude, that could totally maybe up the problem the is market that you're still value. next to meth heads. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I mean it's a legitimately haunted space. You could, and if somebody well, no, to, not until you and I can prove that's it. That's true. We have to be able to prove it. See, uh-huh. so this is how we get to Greg. Financial gain. Financial yeah. gain. Look, Greg, if we can prove that the house is haunted, therefore it can make your you know increase the it price of the double house. the value of your house. It can yep double the value. Well, if it doubled the value, then I'd be into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can guarantee it will double the value, if you will guarantee you'll Ooh. buy my house for twice market value, for <laughs> this this has got packed with the devil written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Double the market value Sure Have my soul Done This shit in my name Is Craig Nibbler I would really like To make a profit Off my house I wish I could Take that decision back <laughs> Boiling in hell <laughs> Tormented forever Well now you said That you've had Some, some experiences I have And again You know I, I kind of wanna, When I heard you Talking about Your house Uh I, I immediately responded to it because I, I mean I'm I'm a big fan of horror but not just like I, I hate torture porn I hate slasher flicks mm. I like things that genuinely make you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and I think that's because I've had some of the experiences that I've had I think there's an immediacy about being scared that yeah. I'm fascinated with but the experiences I I think the reason I'm I'm into it now is because I had some experiences that. That truly terrified me. And again, I'm like you when I'm telling these stories. I'm sort of telling them and giving people outs the whole way through because I was like, yeah, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is crazy, but this mm-hmm. actually happened. Yeah. Um, do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear uh, one of them. I was, um, I went to school over in England uh, and I had moved over there and I was going to drama school over there and I had basically no money. I was no money, and I was burning through money because I hadn't done the dollars to pounds thing. And mm-hmm. I thought I had a lot more money than I had. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that taxi ride is a month's rent. Yeah. You know? And uh, I was living in a kind of a, a hall of residence, and it was too expensive. And somebody at the school I was at said, hey, my dad works for uh, the Church of England. There's a vicarage, an old vicarage that's available and if you want to, it's you can move in there for free. You just have to pay electricity. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And in London, that's like, that does that does not ever happen. And there was like an acre of ground. Wow. It was like, it was a four-story house. This is insane. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I start telling my friends in Portland, I'm like, hey, come over. If you're ever going to visit, 
this is the time because I have a place where you can stay. Yeah. Um, and I had a group of friends come over from Portland, and uh, I, I, I've had some experiences in the past as well, and. I had a weird vibe about this place when I when I moved in. Anyways, I move in. The girl I, m- I move there with that I'm going to school with is there for about a week, and then she moves out to a place that she's paying for. And I said, "Why are you Why are you moving out?" She's like, "I don't. It's fine. The house is all yours." Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not comforting. Yeah. And, you know. And what was weird is the is the day that we moved in, her and her father were up in this room, which is two stories above my room that I picked out. And I could hear this mumbling that was kind of a continuous. It was there's no stopping. It wasn't a conversation. That was kind of like Greg. How? But you would hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, what are they doing up there? That's weird. So, anyways, I'm living there for a while, fairly happily. It's kind of creepy, but it's free. Mm -hmm. That's that's the other thing is that you don't. A lot of the times, the decision to move out, (laughs) you don't have that decision. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I live. I gotta kind of deal with it. And so these group of friends came over, and I had them. We all went out one night in London. We all went back to the house, and there was nowhere to eat. I didn't have any tables or furniture or anything. So I was like, "You guys go around the house." Pull doors off of frames if you want to, and we'll make a table. You know, I, I was just trying to, like, you know, and so. That always goes over well when you damage the haunted house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't touch me. Um, so they went up into the attic, and there's an attic that had these weird kind of eaves, and there's boxes and things up there. And I never went in. I wouldn't go in there. And it was just a dark feeling place. Mm. Uh, they go up, they get some boxes, they bring down a door, we're setting it up, and this one guy says to me, he says, look, we found this piece of newspaper upstairs. And it's a newspaper article about a man who died in front of the vicarage <laughs> 60 some odd years to the day. What? Wow. To that wow. day. And everybody's going, oh, it's really creepy. And I just had that moment of like the Zoom pull out. Yeah. And I'm looking at the paper going, oh my God. <laughs> I was really creeped out. And everybody's joking, drinking, eating. We all go to bed. And I have a horrifically terrifying dream where I'm in my room and it's a white room. This is this is one of those uncomfortable, embarrassing moments where I'm like telling this, but I see this black figure moving towards me and I'm lying in the bed and its hand comes across my eyes and as soon as it hits my eyes, I sit up in bed, I'm awake, I can hear everybody in the house screaming. <gasps> everybody is screaming. And different, you know, men, women. My girlfriend is wrapped around me, screaming her head off. And I'm like, what is going on? And I hear all the screaming. And then I hear the sound that is making them scream. And it is the sound outside the house that sounds like a combination of a fox being killed and a scream. It's like this... And it's it's kind of circling in on itself. Yeah. Yeah. And... (laughs) And I, I immediately going, it's an animal and I got to do something. And I get my flashlight and I shine it out the window because it's directly outside the window I'm at. Oh. I shine the light on out there. I'm not looking out. I am below the window <laughs> with my hands sticking out yeah. going like that. You know, I'm, 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 I'm motioning it towards the sound thinking it's an animal. It's going to go away. Um, and I pound on the window with it as well. It gets louder. And I 
move back to the bed. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm getting more scared. People are screaming and uh, there's what's going on? Screaming, constant screaming. The sound splits in half and starts circling around the house. It's just it's going around the house. And I'm like, oh, God. And I hear somebody upstairs starts praying, like yelling it, like in The Exorcist or something. Mm -hmm. And the sound, and this this is (laughs) so crazy, the sound shoots up from where the house is. And you can hear it going up into the sky. And you can hear it for, it seems like a minute, but it's going, And what the fuck? finally it stops, and I am none of us sleep the rest of the night. Terrified. Everybody that is visiting from Portland leaves and moves <laughs> into hotels the next night. Um, and it is so, so terrifying. And the rest of the time that I was in that house, I had this happen a bunch more times. The same thing? The same variations of. Um, and it was... It was just, it was terrifying. And at one point, I had a guy who moved in who was from the north of England. He's a real macho guy. Super macho, like not afraid of anything. One of those guys that just, he heard that sound. He came downstairs and he was crying. (laughs) And I said, let's go. Let's go outside and see what it is. I experienced it enough that I was kind of like, I I wanted to confront this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And every time we'd go to, to where we heard the sound, it would be on the other side of the building. That is so weird. Weird. And there was a ton more stuff that happened in this house. And it was, um, I mean, I've got a ton more stories of weird things and terrifying things that happened there. Finally, um, they say, you know, we need you to move out um, because we've got this group of monks that are going to take care, take over the vicarage. And I've been there like a year and a half. And I went to the guy's office of the daughter, you know, the girl that got me into the house. I mm-hmm. went to, the, to this, the London Diocese, I think it was. And I said, you know, before anybody else moves in there, you should know that it's haunted. He goes, oh, yeah, no, no, we know. <laughs> <laughs> and he said there hadn't been a vicar who, because the church was right next door to the vicarage. Mm-hmm. A vicar had not lived in that house more than three months at any time. It had been since that date... Since 1960 or whatever, it had been vacant, and they'd have a stream of vicars that would move in and move out. And they had a house just down the street that the vicars would live in, but they wouldn't live in that house. And it was, oh my gosh, just That's awesome. Terrifying. I want to go to this place so bad. I know. I can just see Aaron over here, like, vibrating. (laughs) I do. I get into it. I get in. Yeah. So what did you say? You said a, a banshee? What? It sounds like a banshee. Well, that's, yeah, that's that's actually, the that's what he said. He yeah. said that somebody else had been in there, and it was somebody who had moved from Ireland, actually, who said it was, you know, it was absolutely the sound of a banshee. And I and, and banshees... Uh, anything, what, anything happened to any of your friends after that night? Uh, no. Uh-uh. All right. No. Usually it's not good when you hear a banshee. Okay. Well, they're, well, they're kind of well, bringing people, leading them to their deaths. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you hear a banshee, it's not really a good thing. Oh, that's terrifying. According to, according yeah. to myth, yeah, you don't want to hear a banshee. Yeah, it means someone's about to die, right? Usually. Isn't that what yeah. that's associated with? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> no, I don't want to go. Well, the thing yeah. is that banshees are usually attached to certain families also. Like, there's actually specific family lines that have banshees in them. That's. I mean, you hear the legend and you read about it and you think they're just type of ghosts, but according like, to, to the Irish, the, the, the Gaelic, the Celtic myths, mm-hmm. they, the banshees are specifically tied to families. 
And then, you know, as the families have, like, gone on and, you know, they have more and more ancestors, you know, it gets thinned out. But there are a set number of banshees that are assigned to actual families, according to the original myth. It's kind of interesting. That's why you hear certain families talk about being cursed by banshees, because it's locked onto them. Well, now I know I'm going to be researching, like, all afternoon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I I did mention is that the night after the first incident, when we all heard that, I went out to investigate, and there was a, a plot. About the size of a person's body, <laughs> they grew. Nothing else. It's all grass and rocks and stuff. This plot, daffodils, thick thing of daffodils, and one, like t- it looked like it was taken out of the middle, cut and laid on top. And I, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my god, I want to go there so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. Wow. Yeah, so it was pretty terrible. Hey, Greg, you got off light. Yeah, never mind. Mine's not so bad anymore. All right, oh, now can we no. investigate your house? <laughs> no. I don't, but yours, you actually had a choking. Mine, my, I know I was never touched. Yeah. But I heard and felt things a lot in that house. That's the, I mean, that was the only time that I ever, and again, for and out, I mean, it could it could have been one of those weird choking dreams, but it was just, it's so vivid. One of those, what's, what's a, a choking, choking dream? dream? Well, you know, where you wake up. <laughs> Everybody's got them, right? Yeah. Right. It happens to all of us what's, all the time, right? Yes, one of yeah, some sure. basic choking dreams. <laughs> yeah. But that's wow. the only time, that's the only time I was ever touched. And it's moved stuff off a, off of shelves before. Yeah. yeah. And, and open cabinets. Cool. And open cabinets, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And push that little uh, Star Trek button. Yeah. Yeah. You start that was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. We'd just start, put, like, the and we'd, like, go into yeah. the room. This is when we used to record in Greg's, uh, in his spare bedroom, which was our first studio. Right. And we'd, like, it'd be beeping, and then go in, and it would stop, uh, and then leave, and be in the kitchen. Well, and we'd, it would going, do it and just go faster. Too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you never said that. Yeah, I did. Oh, I would. Yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah, I would not be living there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it'll set off the, f- the yeah the smoke alarm thing. That was the one that just happened. But yeah, oh yeah, there's there's all kinds yeah. of weird. You know, I'm not saying we have immediate connection to a film crew <laughs> <laughs> that could film this place, Greg. Yes, but, but I I have roommates, and well, I don't necessarily divulge all the things that have happened to my roommates. <laughs> Do they listen to the show? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, this is not a conversation. <laughs> I know. Hi, Skeeter. Now <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's just a clause in your... <laughs> you can't listen to the show. What, are you, what would you do? Like, you didn't... Okay, so you didn't tell them. What would you do if they're actually hearing things, but they're too embarrassed? So now they hear the show, and they pull you aside, they're like, Greg, you know, I thought it was just my imagination, but I hear shit, too. Honestly, I don't think... It's never other roommates. I don't think you choking me, Greg. Clearly, it wasn't a choking dream, either. (laughs) Keelan lived at the house for two-plus years, or two years, pretty much, and I don't think anything happened to him. Like, my other roommates, nothing ever really seems to affect them. It's honestly, it's when people aren't staying there. Like, if roommates move out, that's when stuff really gets stirred up. Like, this last time, where... I had a roommate moving out and she got really weird for like two weeks and then as soon as the next person moved in everything calms back down so he doesn't like it unoccupied wow uh, that's that's what I think that's is real, part of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's, don't like that. I mean, I can correlate. <laughs> yeah. it. That's exactly all time. my yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't when, want yeah. anything. Yeah, when rooms are empty, shit gets weird. Or if there's any kind of like yeah. chaos in your life, because it seems to be affected by you personally. If there's extreme chaos in my life, then yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Not so well, much like, other- I was going through a divorce when it yelled my name. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I was well, not, you know, right mentally. 
probably you know I was very you know but it, you were volatile a traumatic yeah. experience if you, yeah, right believing yeah. this stuff there, there is something to be they, they do say when things like that are dramatic things are happening mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. there's an energy to it now, I don't know that I believe in that that's just something that yeah. you know yeah I don't know either I mean but I, I can correlate yeah some of that stuff Scary to then. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to yeah. go home and watch. I'm gonna watch horror movies this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm read up do. on banshees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of cool. That's why. Uh, here's well, now here's gonna... where here's where I get shameless. That's why in uh, La Brujeria in the first <gasps> issue that yes, banshee. Yes. Is that your comic book? Um. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where can people find it? Uh, DriveThroughComics.com is okay. the only way you can really get it right uh, now. All right. But um, the 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 guy in it that they're cleaning the house up. Um. The that name that you see really quickly on the mailbox at this guy's house. Right. We did. I did some research before writing that issue. That name is an actual original Gaelic name that's connected to a banshee. Oh, wow. so I wanted to like make sure like I worked the real myth into that. Yeah. Nice. Do I have time to do a little uh, add on to that story? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we had a party probably a month after that because I somebody had said, "Well, if you've got spirits in your house that are unhappy, have a party and bring joy into the house, and everything <laughs> would be cool." Yeah, that never happens. No, it no, works, right? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> so I did have a big party, and <clears throat> it it didn't it didn't go really well, and some more people experienced it. But the weirdest thing was we we had a headcount; we knew who was there. And we couldn't find this uh, exchange student from Canada. We're like, where'd he go? <laughs> Did anybody see him go? Damn Canadians. And I start searching the house because there's all these weird little nooks. There was a, a coal room. Awesome. Um, wow. Which had so a tight. It was terrifying. And I go up to I go up to the <laughs> attic. I go up to the attic or the top room and there's doors like in, in your house. Yeah. yeah. Little doors <laughs> open into these attic eaves. Mm-hmm. And one of the doors is open and I see it's dark. This guy squatting, facing away with his back to Fuck me. Fuck that shit. And he's just sitting there, and he's going, <laughs> Oh. And I went, oh, boy. Don't like this. <laughs> nope. And, and I said, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Really loud, like, yeah. overcompensating. I'm like, hey, yeah. how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm just talking to my dad. Give me a second. Now, this is like 1996. This is the Canadian guy? Yeah. This is like 1996. <laughs> Cell phones aren't really kind yeah. of on the scene so much. That's yeah. still, that's 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 beeper. That's it, pager. Yeah, and I'm, I'm oh, thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking. Well, this kid could come for money. He might have a cell phone. Yeah. Reception might be best at the top of the house. I'm, your brain always, I think, mm-hmm. is trying to make sense of it. Sure. And he goes, "Just a sec." He comes out, and I was like, "It's like, oh, how's your dad?" And he goes, "He's good." And I said, uh, "I said something like, where's your phone?'" And he said, "Oh." Oh, I wasn't talking to him on the phone. He's dead. (laughs) (laughs) What? And I said, what? What? And he's like, oh, no, he's been dead for about 10 years now. But this place, you you can really talk to people here. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think you need to go home and never look at me again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have never wanted to go into a house more. I know. Me too. Yeah. I'll give you the address. Thanks. You guys can go visit. All right. Well, clearly, Sarah and I are not wired normally. I know. <laughs> that sounds amazing. You know, it's amazing until you experience until it. Until you're yeah. there. No, yeah. I have. But, you know, that's, oh. that's what I do. Yeah. Oh, no. Aaron. We'll do another show. No, I've done it. Yeah. I've had. We I've should been, do this I've again. Been, Let's get this powwow yeah. again because I want to hear yeah. more of your stories. Yeah. So I've got, I've, I've had <laughs> a few. Yeah. Quite a few more. Yeah. We so, need to yeah. do. We didn't do. We just got to do. Show. We just got to have a paranormal show. We'll do one. That's that's the entire theme. Yes. Yeah. I think we should do a paranormal show on the network. I think that's probably necessary. Oh, I'm in. <clears throat> but just yeah. not at my house. Yeah, we didn't even touch. <laughs> we, you guys, you, we didn't even touch Aaron and my crazy. 
Oh, yeah. We're just the normal oh. people today. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Well, Ryan, yeah. thank you so much for coming in. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's joy, but, you know, leave the house alone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. You painted such an amazing story with your words. Now I just want to go. That's all I'm going to be thinking about yeah. today. Okay. Well, this is actually a good time of year for ghost go stories, to too. <laughs> while you're not there and let them have a field day. And then it'll attach themselves to you guys. Yeah, see? Oh, look, he's trying to help you out. He's trying to attach your spirits to us. Or I'll come home and it'll just be pissed off at me. <laughs> Why did you let them hear? <laughs> they weren't allowed. Time, time for some more choking dreams. <laughs> yeah. you, know. Uh, you know, those normal choking dreams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about the dream another time, too. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. Ugh. All right. Anyway, now that I'm disturbed... um. Ryan, where can people find out about you and watch your shows? Uh, they can go to fromthegutters.com, which is the show that I do with uh, Jamie S. Rich and Martin Babra. Awesome. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryambic, which is R-Y-A-M-B-I-C. Ryambic. 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 Yeah. Ryambic pentameter. There you go. Yep. Wow. Wow. Thing yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> and Aaron, geekinthecity.com. Yeah. You yeah. can get your comic at drivethroughcomics.com. Drivethroughcomics.com, yeah. Okay. And it's through, it's T-H-R-U is how they spell okay. it. Drivethroughcomics.com. And today you are highlighting a very special, yeah, special today, thing. Yeah, today, 5.30 on Drive Time of the Drive-In, I'm going to be joined by a special co-host, Big Jim Willig. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And uh, we are going to be going through Tim Burton's The Nightmare before Christmas. Oh, awesome. It's God. a different version that you've probably not heard before. Oh, I And like I've got this. a little surprise track on there, too, that most people haven't heard also, so I'm really excited. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, this Wednesday on Geek in the City Radio, a very mm. special episode. It will be Christmas on Kronos. <laughs> we are going 200 years in the future to the Klingon homeworld. <laughs> we will be having a Klingon Christmas. We will be joined by the most of the bridge crew from Trek in the Park will be showing up. Uh, Klingon Jim's going to show up and yes. he's going to read a Christmas carol in Klingon. That's awesome. Or as close as he can, uh-huh. you know, live. It's going yeah. to be a magical, I mean, magical I mean, show. We face capture for I radio. Know. There's space I right know. now. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what's going on. Oh, yeah. There's too much being said. Christmas on Kronos. It's going to be fantastic. Awesome. Oh, that sounds Whoa. glorious. I might have to stop by and see that, Mary. Oh, it's going to be packed. Okay. Yeah, but you All should right. come by. It'll be crazy. Right, I think I will. <laughs> All right. Drive time the drive in live at 530 right here in the Fun Employment Radio Network and we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye guys. Things might try rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.